My friend, welcome to this bonus episode. I'm feeling feisty and fiery. It's time for a rant on taking bogus health and fitness advice from random people and giving them credibility for whatever reason that is unknown. And (laughs) where it started and how this rant became about was really started in the space and place of a 75 hard conversation and I had expressed that with the gallon of water like check mark to do I was having a discussion of how like it's just so absurd that that's the same like check mark for me as it is for a male that is like much larger than I am or you know for somebody who it's just it just was ridiculous to me to follow this one set of instructions and so I had expressed that when it comes to like I have my gallon of water and when I make a supplement or a shake I pour from that gallon jug so then that gallon jug and those supplements count the amount of liquid that I use for that supplement or shake or whatever it is that I count that as daily water intake and somebody was like no it has to be a gallon of plain water and I'm like okay well you do realize that I have at least or have one shake a day and at least one supplement a day where I'm mixing 16 ounces of water into it that (laughs) that's crazy because that's literally like 28 ounces on top of a gallon that's crazy and right and with this you're eating a lot more fresh produce and all of that right and it was like well that's just not that's just not the challenge you're just not doing it right and it just sent this spiral in my head of like okay so just because it's a challenge and just because so and so said so you're gonna follow these rules blindly now Do I need to do some background on the creator of 75 Hards background in nutrition? No, I don't. Like as a health and fitness professional in the industry for over 10 years, I keep up with so much knowledge and facts. I'm a certified nutritionist. It is absolutely insane to me about like how somebody will take advice from a person that literally has no idea what they are talking about or has a totally different body type or is like in a totally different season of life. Now, don't get it twisted. Like like I said, this is going to be a rant. This is going to be rambly. But let's see on the water situation. So with the water situation, I'm like, okay, me as a certified nutritionist in the health and fitness industry for over a decade, I studied dietetics in college. Like, yes, we do want to be adequately hydrated. And most of us or most Americans are not drinking enough water. Fact, right? But do we all need to be drinking a gallon of water a day? No, absolutely not. And overhydration can cause your body to be stripped of essential electrolytes and minerals and things like that. And when that happens, your body isn't actually absorbing the water that you are drinking. You're just continually flushing things out, which leads to some like very minor type of 
effects. Being thirsty all the time. I've heard time and time again, people be like, I drink a ton of water, but yet I'm still always thirsty. Overhydration and making sure that you're replacing um, some water with sodium, potassium, magnesium, electrolytes, and things like that. So you are actually absorbing, your body's absorbing the hydration that you're putting into it. But like I said, (laughs) that was a rant on water. The amount of people that take that advice, that's just blanket advice, not necessarily bad advice, but giving that advice more credit than somebody who has, (laughs) it just is blowing my mind. It is just absolutely blowing my mind because why to me this it makes absolutely no sense to not pay attention to where you're getting your health and fitness advice from is like if I were to say okay I'm gonna do a challenge guys it's gonna be a finance challenge let's do this finance challenge together and every month we are going to put a hundred dollars into a CD account and that is the challenge we're going to invest a hundred dollars into a CD account because we want to improve our financial situation would putting a hundred dollars into a CD account improve our financial situation well a CD account isn't necessarily the best account for everybody it's actually not the best account type of account for most for the purpose that you want to save more money. You know, there's much better savings accounts like high yield savings accounts or investing into index funds. Like my point is just because somebody's like, we're going to do a $100 every month into a CD account challenge doesn't mean it's the most optimal thing for you financially. There could be definitely smarter ways about going around the goal and catering the goal to meet your needs and your financial needs of what is best for you to do with that $100. In this case, the $100 is drinking more water, making sure that you are adequately hydrating yourself, right? The amount is really the variable that is up to you based on your specific needs, right? Are you are you working out in a place that is super, super cold? Are you sweating a ton during your workouts? Are you not only doing your two workouts a day, but are you also working a job that is high manual labor out in the heat? Or are you sitting at a desk job when you're not doing your two workouts for your 75 hard challenge? You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean by that? And then what even spiraled this even more, and I'm literally recording this podcast episode with you. I have a towel on my head. I was hair washing day today, so I've got a towel on the top of my head. I could not wait to record this podcast episode because even even I see on TikTok time and time again just this bad health and fitness advice, and people take it, and people soak it in, and people really latch onto it because the person who is saying it is really skinny or really muscular or you know they have really defined abs when realistically none of that like that aesthetic of health and fitness is not the most indicative thing of overall health and wellness 
You know what I mean? We are hearing this time and time and time again when it comes to the bikini competing, the figure competing, like the bodybuilding community where they are the ideal of fitness. Like if you are a fit person, if you're into fitness, like that is you're the most into fitness and you know the most of what you're talking about because you look that certain way. But time and time again, after people have lived that lifestyle, they talk about losing their cycle. That is not healthy. Losing hair and having adrenal fatigue and no cognitive function. Like all of those are red flags of something that is not health. That is not health. Now, do some people have genetics stacked in their favor? Absolutely. And you cannot look at somebody else's body shape or body type and be like, if I do their workouts and if I eat what they eat in a day, I'm going to look like they do because your body is different. Your life is different. Your metabolism is different. Your day-to-day is different. Your stressors are different. I mean, you guys, I was that 20-year-old 20, 20 fitness influencer that never really struggled with weight. I had a self-employed job, very minimal stress in my life. And yes, I was in coaching and still coaching in that health and fitness industry. But now, even though my intentions, and I'm not saying any of these people really have bad intentions, my intention in my my knowledge and education in my 20s is very different than now. Like in my 20s, I was all about intermittent fasting and you just do these workouts and drink the shake and you're going to be a fit person. Well, here I'm in my 30s, a completely different person. I have two kids. I'm really managing most of our household every day, multiple businesses, other to-dos and tasks and things. I'm also learning and growing and developing in other areas of my life so I can expand more in my life. And I'm here to tell you, like, I'm at a spot where I cannot lose the weight that I want to lose. It's not as easy as I was preaching it once was in my 20s. And so while my intentions in my 20s were not because I didn't know better, I didn't have these experiences. And another totally another rant that is not going to I'm not going to go off in this episode, but it's going to be coming up in my productivity series on the BS like personal development culture um, quote of everybody has the same 24 hours in a day. You have the same hours in a day as Beyonce. No, we don't. No, I do not. I don't even have the same amount of time in a day as I did when I was in my, when I was 24. When I was 24, it looks entirely different and different times or like my 24 hours in a day looks entirely different. When I was 24, I didn't have two humans that needed me for their survival. When I was 24, I wasn't hit with certain stressors. When I was 24, I didn't go through the traumatic experience that I did in pregnancy with my first, right? That trauma impacted me on a very deep level, right? And my sleep when I was 29, very different than my sleep when I was 24. And when you're not getting enough sleep, like even in my 20s, I was all about intermittent fasting, you guys, all about it. I even remember trying to give some of my high school girlfriends advice on how to intermittent fast when their kids were babies and I was a 24-year-old with no kids. We did not have the same time in a day. And I should have known and I should have recognized that. Also, when I was intermittent fasting, 
fasting, I was on birth control. And so for me, when women ask me about intermittent fasting, I do have a podcast episode on that. If it fits your lifestyle, then that's great. That's fine. But for me, I've tried going back into those eating windows and everything like that. It just does not work for me who I wake up and I am with my kids and really in the kitchen starting early, early in the morning. I tend to do much better by eating in the morning, having an adequate lunch and an early dinner, like not eating in the evening because the like cleanup and getting ready for bed and baths. And then when the kids are down, I'm kind of like unwinding with my husband and whatnot. Like I, and then I have no problem falling asleep in the evening. (laughs) So in that type of thing works so much better for me, but in my 20s, I really wanted to have a, a snack at like 7 or 8 p.m. And then I would fast. That fasting just isn't good, valid, supportive advice for women who are or who are menstruating, women who are in that 28-ish day flow, whatever you want to call it, women who are um, child, like could be childbearing. So me, we're not trying to conceive a child, but I still have, I'm not, not on birth control. I ovulate, get my menstrual phase. Like for that type of being, intermittent fasting is not going to be that great for me and my hormones. But in my twenties, when I was on birth control and I got to sleep in and wake up when I wanted and life was just so carefree and I didn't have money stress. I didn't have, I did not have anything, anything worrisome in my life. And now I'm like, and I was even back then preaching that same thing. We all have the same 24 hours in a day. No, we don't. No, we don't. And my life looks completely different. I'm glad I brought this conversation back to like the comparison of 20-ish year old Joelle fitness coach to like now Joelle fitness coach because or else I would have been taken as like I was hating on some certain TikTok account creators because it's like, okay, you're beautiful. You're 24 years old. You are into fitness. You have like no kids. You're living in a cute little apartment. Like, I'm not going to, my life isn't going to fit that mold, right? And just because of that routine and that lifestyle doesn't mean I can't still focus on my health. And my health has a way bigger viewpoint than just how my body looks at this point. Do you know what I mean? And while I'm still trying to progress and get my body to where I know I'm comfortable and I want to be and I look in the mirror and I'm like, Dang girl, you're looking great. But here's the thing. I also had the awareness of like when I was 125 pounds, I wanted to be 115. When I was 135 pounds, I really wanted to be 120 pounds. When I was 140 pounds, I really wanted to be 125 pounds. And then when I saw 160 pounds on the scale, I was even just wanting to get back to 150 or 140. So the problem isn't necessarily what I weigh. It is my viewpoint. It is what I am making the meaning of what number, what that number is that I see on the scale. Because even when, so for example, if I get down to my next goal, 
there was once a time where I looked at that number and I was like, wow, I really wish I was 10 pounds less than that. I really wish I was 10 pounds less than that. And I realized I had this narrative that I've carried with me regardless of my weight. And I thought about that. I was like, really, when was the last time I stepped on the scale and I was like proud of what I weighed? And I remember being like going into my junior year of high school and my parents were building their home. So that's kind of why this sticks out to me. But I remember having this calendar and every Friday I would wake up and weigh myself. And I remember writing like, 103, 104. Now in high school, I'm 5'2, right? And in high school, I was in sports and activities and working, and I was a runner. So there was just a lot of activity. Also, genetically, my mom's a, my mom's teeny tiny. Like I picked up a pair of jeans. I thought it was a pair of jeans she bought for Bryce. No, I picked up those jeans and they were a size zero and they were my mom's. And I was like, mother, are you kidding me? I picked these up thinking that these were jeans that you bought for Bryce. And we were both laughing about it because, hey, I've spent years working on my booty and my leg muscles, right? Like I'm I'm not trying to fit into a size zero anymore because I don't want to lose the booty and the muscles that I've gained, right? But my point, my point is I had a genetics working in my favor in high school for sure, right? Genetics and activity for sure. And in my household growing up, like my parents weren't huge on buying like snacky type of things, whatever. But I wrote that number down and I remember thinking like, yeah, this is good. And I saw that modeled by a couple other ladies in my life that really wanted to stay around that 110 pounds, right? And now I see how it has just like impacted like, oh my gosh, that's why I've never felt comfortable being over 110 pounds. And it's like, okay, hold up. Wait a minute. Like I know 11 year olds that are very healthy and way more than that. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with when you age weighing more, right? I was even talking to one of my friends who is very naturally lean, very naturally has defined muscles. And she too was like, oh yeah, I'm like 15 pounds more than, you know, before I had my first baby. And I was like, what? What? And she's like, yeah, I don't weigh the same. And she, like, we were having this conversation of like, I've been crazy trying to be a certain number, not that number. I'm not trying to hit 103 pounds. I'm not, I swear. But I, I just had this realization of like, well, if after I had my second baby and I was like not stressing over where I was, how would that have completely changed this path that I've been on for the last four years? You know what I'm saying? You do know what I'm saying? Okay, this has been rambly. This has been ranty. But I just hope the few things that you get out of this is number one, be very cautious of who you are taking your advice from and knowing that even if you did that person's workout and you ate the same thing that other person did, you may not look, you, you will not look like they do because you are not that person. Don't compare yourself to people who are in other seasons of life. Make the most of your life, your situation. You know, don't don't go into a victim mentality of like, oh, I can't make time for workouts because I have kids. That's not true, right? But 
be just don't compare yourself to like people who are not in the same season of you haven't gone through the things that you have I think it's always really great and inspiring you know I I watch TikToks where it's like how I lost x number of pounds and I'm like oh my gosh like if that person can do it then yes I can do it you can do it right but we all have different lives and situations and circumstances and health and fitness is more than just what you look like. The other topic that I talked about and ranted on was once again, the emphasis on weight not being your only significant goal achievement. You know, because if you're like me and you had the, you have that epiphany of you know, when I was this weight, I wished I was this weight. When I was that weight, I wished I was this weight. When I'm this weight, I wish I could get back to that other weight. If you have that same epiphany, I would just really encourage you to go on a very intimate health journey with yourself, with your blinders on, trying things out that work for your mood and your energy and your emotion mood by meaning like enjoy if you have this narrative in your head of like you hate working out then step one is how can I enjoy what how can I enjoy moving my body what can I do that will be movement that I will enjoy right and you go on this intimate journey with yourself because you see people on TikTok I'm sure this is happening on reels but I'm not on Instagram that much anymore but where there's this girl who's like I stopped weight training and started doing Pilates and my body completely changed. And then the next one is like, I stopped doing cardio and light weight training and started lifting heavy and my body completely changed. What helped me lose all of my weight is walking. And it's just like, holy cow, like there are so many things that work. It's just aligning what is right for you, figuring out what's body, what's best for your body. Okay. Thank you for coming to this rant today. Do you guys enjoy the rants? If you do, you must come tell me over on Instagram, share this episode up in your stories or leave me a review. And all you have to do is tap the five star and type in, I love the rants. Like that could be totally your review. And then that way I know what episodes are your favorite and what to make more of. Because when I'm feeling feisty like this, Sometimes I love just getting behind the mic and letting it all, letting it all out and flow out. So thanks so much for listening today and I'll catch you next time.